0: Welcome to the Sunbeam Chats Podcast, a conversation about business, entrepreneurship, women, wellness, and more. I'm your host, Arden Hall. Let's get started. This is another episode of Sun Meme Chats, and today I'm talking to Darnell Smith about Tobay Glow Cosmetics. Darnell Smith is the founder and CEO of Jazz Artistry. She has a BA in Theater Arts and Communication Studies from the University of the West Indies, in St. Augustine, which has been instrumental in shaping the entrepreneurial path she is on today. She is the founder of Tobay Glow Cosmetics, a beauty, cosmetics, and personal care line inspired by the life in her homeland in the Caribbean island of Tobago. Welcome, Dronelle.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you so much for accepting. I'm very excited because we're talking about makeup and all these fantastic things that you do (laughs) as an entrepreneur, yes? Yeah. Okay, excellent. So Dronelle, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, As I said earlier, you study theater arts and um, communications. Was that the spark to start um these business businesses that you involved in
1: um well to be very honest theater was something that i did not think i would get into um mm-hmm. <laughs> when i had it was one of the options that i got ac- i got accepted to four areas and i chose that one because the others i really had no interest in um and then when i got there I found a love for communications so i did that and i said i'll do a double major throughout theater there was maybe like one or two makeup courses where i actually got to play in makeup as part of costuming and stuff but it wasn't costuming to the point of fx makeup yes it was doing like just for like actors on stage maybe like old age Um, not very extreme, just how to look clean as an actor on stage, how to look younger, a little bit older, that sort of stuff. So that initially did not spark my interest as well. Um, my interest, I don't know what sparked my interest, but I know it was, I got into it because I did not want to be very stagnant. Um, when I was finished with my degree, I went straight into work. There was no gap. So I started to work, um... I spent like a couple months as a communications officer assistant and then I went straight into teaching. Teaching theatre arts. Um, and then, you know, like your schedule just began to become very repetitive. Yeah. As a child, you leave home Tell in the morning it. school and then you just come back home and you repeat in this cycle. I mean, you have no kids. You already kind of had nothing else. You go into a mom meeting. You come back. It's just like, everything was just going like life became like a ball and i was only 21 at that time so it was like is this what a 21 year old wants to be doing
0: (laughs) monotonous Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so i said you know what let me um let me try to find a hobby or something else to make my time to occupy my time so i remembered the makeup thing i really like beauty and stuff as a child growing up um and i would play makeup from time to time at home so i went and i did a course and that was the beginning of that
0: yeah i like how you say playing makeup and play and i love it because really it is it is really painting and playing you know and so yeah. I'm, I'm i'm an artist I, I would have to say now i'm practicing and continue to do so and you basically are yeah, playing in paint right because some would say well makeup is painted faces right so how did you get into the field of cosmetics and beauty and makeup you said so you 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 were bored you know you, you so you were getting into sort of this rotten life and then you went to new courses and so after you did the courses what happened next
1: i started the business um i opened my i was working out of my my mom's kitchen at home right. doing things, and then i decided doing what sorry faces at home okay like, clients would come to home come home to me and then i decided you know what i'm gonna open my own makeup shop my studio so i opened my first studio like five minutes drive from home and then it went from there and then i remembered moving out of my mom's house and went in my own apartment to get closer to town side at that time apart from going through personal issues um a lot of my clients i recognized were in tongue so i was like a lot of time was spent driving to tongue and back to countryside To countryside. Tongue. countryside being where what what part of tobago you uh, lived in Agar. okay all right and then clients would be like in crumb point in Bonacord. you know so there's a lot of driving so i just said you know what i think maybe now was the time for me to take a new lease And I moved out into an apartment and I rented a two-bedroom apartment so that I could have one for my shop and one for myself. And then, so that made sense for me at the time. Mm. And I got started there. And while there, it's when, you know, I started looking at, you know, the whole days of looking at YouTube and looking at um, influencers and you would see the lifestyle that some of them have been able to acquire through skill sets and there's one particular young lady i think her name was glow joelle phillips she had this this glow spray and it really sparked my interest and i decided to try my hand at creating my own cosmetics and i did that at home um with ingredients purchased locally and sampling it out on clients without them knowing at first (laughs) <laughs> wow uh, okay letting them they say oh my god my skin is glowing so much like what is what are you using and i was like something secrets wow. mm-hmm. and so, so they would say like my face lasts all night like what is this or i would go to work and i don't wear makeup very often i should put that in there yes
0: no. I don't wear makeup
1: often and i used to spray my face with the products and people like, your skin is glowing. I'm like, seriously? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. But I know that is the product that I'm using. So I was happy to hear the comments without them figuring out that it was something that I was working on.
0: Yes, as, as opposed to your inner glow, right? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so I said to myself, I would start this product. But at the time, it was under Jazz Artistry, which is my makeup brand. My makeup artistry brand. Um... And I came up with the thing in it's a big glue by Jazz Art History. Right. Just for that first product. That
0: what year 12. was this? Huh? What year was this?
1: This was in 20, 2021, was okay. it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so that took off from there. When I realized the response... For the product and people were calling for more i recognize um as well as through legal and financial advising that i should separate the two entities and that is why we have jazz artistry and to make cosmetics because a lot of persons with like, i jazz artistry had its own following have its own following persons that believe in me and that aspect of my career
0: right which is but, the makeup line which is um doing but, makeup
1: doing the makeup applying the makeup right? yes and it would have been very easy for persons to follow um just a jazz artistry brand but then I said to myself like what would I be selling there and then because I was not I think I recognized early on that I'm not a social media person myself I don't like the very flashiness some people get into my personal space and I recognize that a lot of selling under your brand like that at that stage was a lot of you being out in the public yeah so i decided to do another business entirely which mm-hmm. we how we end up with to do glow cosmetics yeah and
0: and and that makes sense though because then you see um you know your your, your social media space which becomes your shop window if you will for the makeup yeah. you can put your faces there and then the product line so i think i mean from a business perspective perspective and marketing perspective it makes complete sense question though so when you were doing the artistry and the makeup were you still doing the full-time job or you this was you and this was your side hustle or this became your job
1: i am doing the full-time job (laughs) so (laughs) you're doing both (laughs) a teacher um but i don't like considering i remember doing one episode about that um on my instagram page yeah. the palm- about changing the mindsets shifting your mindset between um a hustling a hustle agreed versus a yes. job this is a job this is not a hustle for me correct right when we start to think about hustling we start to think about okay i broke today so i need to hustle and get something but
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think about, i'm thinking about a lifestyle that i'm trying to create right um the energy the hustling energy is going to be there but when i start thinking about hustling i get for me you don't take it as seriously as it needs to be taken Mm -hmm. it's just another career
0: well said so it it, in in fact what we talk about what we say now it's actually what you have created is multiple streams of income that's what it is so you have two businesses running which i think in especially in this day and age, everybody needs to have multiple streams of income and 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 projects, and because you you know especially coming out in the pandemic, people leave, lo- losing their jobs. I've had people on the podcast who have lost their jobs um, during the pandemic and after, and then what they were doing um, as a hobby, you know, it became yeah. their job. So one hundred percent agree with um, with this. Yeah. Um, so you are okay so you're doing so you have multiple streams of income you have your jazz artistry you have the tobey glow cosmetics etc um what services do you offer um from the on, under the makeup jazz artistry um stream of business
1: okay so we do full face makeup applications um for different events so whether it's queen show performances events fets graduations birthdays we do makeup full-time makeup application right um then i do waxing brow i brow alone i haven't gone full-time waxing as yet i do brow wax tint and lamination services as well under that aspects that's about it for and then i do my bridge entrepreneur under the jazz history arm i have a sub arm of business that's called the bridge entrepreneur academy and that basically um is a camp that trains young women during for a two-week period during the Easter. It began in the summer, but I've moved it to Easter. Um, For that two-week period, you have girls between the ages of 10. 10 was the youngest that we had, 10 10 to 17 now. But before, we've had persons that are 31, 32, almost 40 in that camp. Um, Once they're willing and they have the time to be a part of it, I usually don't deny persons the opportunity to, but it's really meant for the the girls. Um, The whole purpose behind it was that, you know, there's so many thriving students in schools, like for me, from a teaching standpoint. And when it comes to doing something during the holiday time, usually parents put them in camps for school again and sometimes i feel as though that the students made a break from that or alternative because a lot of the camps offered would be to towards some educational yes the the school book aspect of it yeah so um, like um
0: homeschooling well not homeschooling it's sort of like if they rehearsals that's not the word but you know um to assist them with extra with, lessons, yeah.
1: With extra lessons, right. And I started the camp and the response has been overwhelmingly great. I think we have had no more, no less than 18 students at any given camp session. And that camp has been going on for three years now. And do you um, get sponsors or funding for it as well? No. I'm okay. trying to see if I can do that this year. Yes, exactly. Because um, you, you can.
0: And it's an excellent initiative.
1: It's an all-inclusive um package that the students get so when they pay their fee they have their camp uniform that they would wear um they get food every day it includes their graduation process at the end of it all they don't have to work with any products so or anything everything is provided and outside of makeup which is why it says bridge entrepreneur it's they're trained with equipped skills such as life skills accounting management um branding they have different sessions with other persons that will come in to teach them about the other areas of business that would make them a successful entrepreneur outside of just having the skill set because my motto for campus be you don't want to be talented and broke agreed we have yeah. a lot of talent broken persons out here yeah
0: it's, right. it's, it's, it's like they they talk about the um starving artists kind of thing we don't want that yeah yes
1: mm-hmm
0: excellent well okay i mean wonderful stuff and i like that you are giving back you know um darnell that's that's excellent excellent so let's shift now to to be glow cosmetics um mm-hmm. i love it why the name i mean it's obvious but tell us the idea the idea behind the name
1: as this this happens in a room with i know that okay so more than likely it came from my passion for cosmetics and my desire to create a brand that celebrates Caribbean beauty and culture. And of mm-hmm. course, I'm from Tobago. So it was four persons in a room at the time. <laughs> I always laugh at the way the name was coined. And we were playing around with names Tobago, Tobago, Glo, Tobago, Tobago, something else. And when somebody, the person, some, someone suggested Tobago, Glow. And in trying to repeat it, my tongue accidentally slipped and I said, to <laughs> Yes. Right there. Like, we was like, okay, that's it. Yeah.
0: That's
1: really, yeah, and that's, that is just what we're going to stick with.
0: Yeah. It's lovely. Like literally my poseries. is It's very strange, but like, I mean, marketing and branding is my thing and I love it when it's a perfect name and you know also it feeds into your the product you mentioned earlier because you are all about glowing and everything so it actually is yeah. the perfect brand name for your your line yeah yeah right so Tobago. glow when was Tobago glow launched officially so you had um you mentioned that um, you were testing products and you started off by testing and creating products what was the first product you created
1: it was the hydrating mist okay
0: it wasn't even the makeup um, palette, so it was the hydrating mist, okay? It
1: was a hydrating mist, and then I decided, I can't let the hydrating mist go out alone. I'm going to add some highlighters to it, and we did highlighters. So there was a box with hydrating mist and three glow highlight glow dusts, that we call them. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a full package. And this was all around, I guess, what, 2021? 2022? No, it wasn't 2022. Uh-huh. It was
0: 2020, just now. 2019? Okay. 29. Okay. All right. 19. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's just b- before the pandemic hit and so on. And then I guess everybody had time on their hands. So you could have, um you know, if you were in a position to do so, create more stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so to be a glow cosmetics was listed as one of the Caribbean-owned cosmetics brand, And um, that's major because it was listed among um, companies like Sasha, who's been around for years, who's manufacturing, yeah. you know, worldwide, shipping worldwide, um, they, you know, their famous Buttercup, and then also Fenty by Rihanna and some other Demi- Dominici- Dominican Republic brands and so on. And so that's an
1: achievement. How does that make you feel? I mean it really did I was filled with a lot of pride and a sense of accomplishment um, it, I was also very appreciative and humbled because you know it provided like a valuable exposure and credibility for the brand within the Caribbean markets so that itself was it was a definitely a worthy achievement
0: yes exactly because you know um, and again, this podcast, we feature primarily Caribbean people, Caribbean brands, Caribbean entrepreneurs um, in the region and then diaspora, etc. And so very often, you know, you know us, we we kind of focus on, you know, international products and so on. So to be recognized and have this list featuring Caribbean products, that's that's amazing in itself. Um, but yeah. I would imagine you obviously are fighting in, the, in a very competitive space, right, with mm-hmm. makeup. Um, so what makes your makeup different, your line, the products that you put forward different? And what can persons well, expect from using
1: them? Okay, so my our line, the line focuses on high-quality pigmented products that are designed to withstand tropical climates while being kind to the skin, right? So our formulas are very long-wearing. They're very blendable. They come in different Caribbean colors
0: yes
1: (laughs) that are inspired by the landscape by tobago especially and users persons that are purchasing from the brand expect can expect that make the makeup will complement their natural beauty it's not it's not heavy at all i use the brand like usually you know persons would ask like what did you use to achieve this look and I'm still, you know, sometimes I'm very shunned at people giving me the that question still because I only use my brand. The only thing I reach for is something that the brand have not launched as yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, they could feel comfortable because the makeup complements their natural beauty and it lasts throughout the day or night. And mm-hmm. that is all we strive to do every day. We don't yeah. compete with the just try to do the best that we could yeah and you know
0: for me because there are different types of makeup so there's the what i call what the the ones with the shimmer um, shimmer um, there's the matte um as well so do you have in terms of shimmer shimmery type products i'm talking i suppose eyeshadows now kind of thing do you
1: have mm-hmm. a range in there in that um Yeah. We definitely do. Um, I think one of the key things that I've observed, or even when doing market research locally in Detroit and Tobago's fair at least, um, I would have I think I have one superpower on my hand is that I have a brand and I'm also a makeup artist. Yes. So I'm looking at what it is I do, what it is I like, and that is what I create um because a lot of persons follow me on my makeup page like the kind of makeup that i do and they um they look at the techniques that i that i use that i utilize so when i look at me being a makeup artist and coming up with the products that i need to create it's very easy for me to kind of figure out okay this could go here or that could go there you know usually person say how do you come up with this shade range for this palette it's very easy. Like, I know that I need transition colors. I know what I need a crease color. I know I need a lid color. I know I need this color. I know how I feel as a makeup artist purchasing a palette before and it's missing a color yes. <laughs> or completed. I always try to tell people that, especially because it's a travel brand, I consider it a tourism brand, right? And if I'm to pack, I love traveling. If I'm to pack one of these palettes, i should be able to go with that palette alone to accomplish what i need to do
0: you're right because so, you don't have you can't carry um travel with a million and
1: one um you know that is that is, palettes. Palettes. Mm-hmm. that is So, I whenever i'm doing or designing a product line i try to ensure that it has multi-use and that it's a look it's, it can achieve a look an entire look without having to reach multiple places thereafter
0: yeah, excellent. I mean, Danelle, so impressive. Danelle, sorry. Um, how you describe your product? Because that was actually one of my questions. You know, how do you decide on what to introduce into the line? And then you have, you know, said it perfectly. I want to talk though about Black Cake, the eye, Black Cake eyeshadow palette. Love the name. Well, why the name? And then what? I mean, the shades are lovely. What was the inspiration for Black Cake?
1: The Black Cake? <laughs> The black cake treat, the desserts, that Christmas treat. Um mm. we are not very seasonal in Trinidad and Tobago, but we have a lot of holidays. All right? Yeah, for sure. Um so We've done our Christmas, our first ever collection was a Christmas collection. We did the Cocoa estate. Um Ooh, I like the name. Where it was we featured the Tobago Cocoa estate and it was give the gift of cocoa give the gift of chocolate for christmas so the eyeshadow palette looked like a chocolate bar and all of the colors if you walk through the cocoa estate you'll find them there um the names were also to educate persons about the parts of the cocoa where's the cocoa estate located in tobago um that sort of stuff and we did a whole entire line about that we did not do a christmas collection the following year but the year after that, last year, we added, we decided to add to the cocoa collection again and we did contour palettes. So I think the Tobago Laura chocolates had won, had just won gold and silver at one of those international chocolate awards. So we decided to reinvent that entire chocolate palette. So the cover of the palette looks just like the Laura chocolate that you would find from the Tobago chocolate estate. And uh, this year, last year, sorry, um, I was touring with some ideas. One I will not mention because it will be your next Christmas launch. Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, it's just that there's a little bit of setbacks in the planning for it. Yeah. So we decided to do one thing and I said, what am I missing right now? In terms of, you have to look at as well as what the people are asking for. The Coco eyeshadow palette was going to be not it was not going to be returned so that palette a lot of our palettes have been discontinued and not available one of them the the one before that before the black cake was one that came with a collaboration and that palette was no longer on the market so now we have no eyeshadow palettes so i said okay we need an eyeshadow palette what are we going to do but i know i'm a neutrals girl a smoky girl So, (laughs) what I'm thinking, uh, palette, I'm thinking, yes, it's going to be Christmas, but what about Christmas do we want to feature? Now, Tobago, the botanics light-up is a really huge thing. So, a botanical palette is in the works, but I don't feel as though it was the time for that as yet to come to launch it. And I said, what other aspect of carnival? I said, black cake. Let me see. Hmm. How can I give the persons the nude from the cocoa palette in a different way? Yes. Because we're calling back for that neutral palette. And I said, you know what? And then how can I now merge the cocoa with the last palette that had the black shade in it? Mm. And I said, hmm, I could probably do a black cake palette. Yeah. What does that black look like? What goes into black cake? Let me see. And then I got all the ingredients there. And I laid them on the counter, and I started seeing. Oh my God! This is an orange. We can have an orange shade. This is rum We can do red. Nice. We we'll do that. currants bronze. Listen, this is working out fine. Flour, sugar, brown sugar or granulated sugar. But if flour white, then we gotta go with the brown sugar because we can't have two whites in the palette. Yeah. And it's it going along that line, and that is how it is. We coined the black cake palettes, yeah. basically in a nutshell
0: beautiful it's so impressive though i like your you know your train of thought How very strategic you are i mean really beautiful stuff the other thing what comes to mind though when you talk up when i hear black geek is the fact that um you know we as women because i mean you know we, we wear the makeup and men, but you know, that black is beautiful. And that's the other thing that that's the play on the words that I'm thinking about that that we, that black can represent us, uh, you know, us black women and all all our beauty as well. And our sweetness and all this kind of thing, you know? (laughs) Um, so excellent. Yes. And the colors, they are really, really lovely. Um, shifting gears now. So you are doing, you know, you're introducing palettes, you know, going guns, doing really well. Um, you will also, was it last year you can tell me when um your products were um introduced into the pennywise cosmetics for people who don't know in the region and who's listening pennywise cosmetics is like our is like a sephora um you know or i think ultra beauty where they carry tons of cosmetics and at reasonable prices so uh, that i would imagine is a milestone and achievement how did that happen
1: how did it happen with a heartbreak first (laughs) we actually got and I tell people that sometimes when you see people celebrating certain wins, it's like you don't know what they had to go through to get there. Correct. It's business, like, right? It's business. On we, this yeah. We were denied entry into Pennywise Cosmetics before. Mm. Um, I remember writing to them, and I got back the email that said, "No, sorry, this is not what we're looking for at this time." But then we made an attempt again, and we got accepted by now this was like two or two years span in between when we wrote to them it was within the pandemic and then we wrote to them after and when we got accepted I remember it was on a one month basis they told us that they were going to give us one month to basically see how the brand will perform yes with them. I mean it's business, right? At the end of the day.
0: Of course.
1: So shelf I, space, you, you
0: look, you're looking taking up shelf space, right?
1: Yes. I drop the goods off and I hold my breath. <laughs> and I said go be gone. Yes. <laughs> right? At the mm-hmm. warehouse that and I'm very proud to say that within six days they were calling back for uh um, restock.
0: Wow. And and which one was it um which product was it? Or oh, products?
1: It were the eyelashes and the glue. Yeah. And the lash glove. Yeah. And within six weeks, six days, they were calling back for a restock. For today, we have restocked Pennywise more than 10 times yeah. since then. Yeah. So I am very, you know, it felt like a dream come true to see the products on the shelves and such. I mean, Pennywise is a well-respected retailer. Oh, for sure. It, to right yes. and for it to be more accessible to people across from and to
0: correct
1: really validated the hard work that we've been putting in with the brand
0: yeah and 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 not just you know in town areas but pennywise because any major places so it really brings speaks to accessibility because after all as we're talking it is business and so you're developing these products you're marketing it but people need to be able to get easily get it yeah yes, yes, yes. excellent so With the Pennywise, um, you know, deal or getting into Pennywise, it means that you had to scale your business, obviously, to be able to uh, facilitate this partnership. Um, What are some of the adjustments that you had to make to be able to um, supply to Pennywise and any of the other retailers that your your brand is is in?
1: We've had to make several internal business adjustments to sustain the growth. Um, Investing in better inventory management systems, um strengthening our supply chain, expanding the team was the most important one because i was actually going to ask you what is your you know your business in
0: terms of your team like to be able to execute
1: yeah um a lot of the work is done in terms of planning and ideas like i i don't have a problem with that in terms of getting the work done i recognize if i needed to maximize the dollar and the business value, I would need workers to do stuff like stock checking, packaging orders. Some of this stuff don't come. Some of this stuff are prepared right home in my studio. Mm-hmm. So yeah. To be able to do that, to package stuff, those little tulums and bene and sugar cake sponges and packs that people love so much. Uh, workers actually folding the packs, gluing them putting the stuff in crunching them punching a hole through them as a whole process so we've had to expand the team as it relates to that that was like one of the biggest changes that we had to make in terms of it's just knowing that okay we have to put people on a payroll now getting to that point Mm -hmm.
0: yeah excellent i'm listening to you and then i'm remembering actually um um, this entrepreneur and this company business today called Lance and Roo Industries and he started you know Dr. Lance and Roo started his business in his home and so you're yeah. talking about packaging home I immediately remembered him and where he is today you know yeah, I, yeah you know that you have his products Lan, her products and, and soft and silky um, which is yeah. the, the beauty and it started in his home so I mean that's yeah. my wish for you I'm listening to you and I'm saying I can see that in fact I want to ask because you know, you you know what is you know, when you where do you envision yourself in terms of the brand going? Because you're doing uh, some amazing stuff.
1: We're focused on further expanding our international presence. Um and we aim to launch a lot of new initiatives internationally that would give back to our roots and support the Caribbean diaspora outside of Trinidad and Tobago. So, a lot of work is being done right now in the background to take the brand further outside. Because we have a lot of supporters online. And a lot of time, as much as you look at the positives in terms of the sales that are coming through, I do not take for granted looking at the reports of the sales that did not go through. And a lot of those sales come from persons in all areas of the world who would have had things in their cart and left it probably abandoned for several reasons maybe the shipping time that it will take to get to them because of what is available to us so a lot of background work is being done to kind of to minimize that gap of yeah. person making accessibility easier for persons on the outside Um, Because at the end of the day, our brand, Tobago Cosmetics, our motto is, beauty deserves a capture. And Tobago, Tobago, as a brand ambassador for Tobago's lifestyle, tourism, and culture, we have a lot of Tobago Nions outside all over the world. And to be able to have them to be able to connect home through our products, we want to have them be able to access them easier, than just saying let me order from here and then wait 20 days to get a product in some part of the world in canada or whatever because sometimes based on the pricing you know they say it's a lot easier to get things in than to get it out right in trinidad and tobago so it may cost more than the product to send the product, which doesn't make sense to persons right. you know and i have some customers who might buy from outside and be like it doesn't matter how long it is we just want to get it i need to get it not everybody has that mindset and we mm-hmm. with wait that long. So we are definitely working at expanding our reach outside.
0: Yes, excellent. Um, I'm listening to you and as we come to a close, you started off in, you know, you do a bit be in theatre arts and communications. And, you know, as the conversation progressed, you're talking a lot of business, which you had to learn. So you had to learn that on the fly. You had to, how did you learn the business and
1: keep learning the business i actually did business at six one
0: yeah understood
1: mm-hmm. so, um i did econ and i did accounting i did some accounting um and i i've always always had the mindset that nothing is too so hard for me to learn that.
0: yeah
1: So, and whenever i do feel like i need assistance somewhere i reach out but a lot of things that I realized, even with me as a young adult and trial and error in the world, the journey of the world, um, a lot of things is just that trial and error. You learn through the journey. Yes. Um, if I have to ever wait, and I usually tell persons, you can't wait to have it all figured out to go through with it. You have to kind of just start, right? And then as time progresses, and you realize that you need this and you need that and you need the other and there's so much things in place technology wise to help with so much of the problems that we think we have. You're right. You don't have much stresses and worries to deal with, like stock management, inventory, numbers, crunching the numbers. You might not be a number person, but even simple as the websites and operating my point of sale system, all of these things have generated reports that help you in the long run so when you can't understand something there's always somebody that you could turn to right so a lot of it is just learning by default
0: yeah excellent so very impressive Danelle. so very impressive you are truly an inspiration you know really 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 you are so where can persons find you uh you know that they need to reach out for business and of course to be to big glow cosmetics and any of the other brands
1: well, my studio, my makeup studio is in at Tobago, um, Tobago Cosmetics Instagram page. We usually respond there within two hours' time. So they could message us via Instagram. We're not one of those do not DM people. So mm-hmm. you could definitely find a response there. My cell number is on both pages. You can shoot us an email at customer service at Tobago You'll get a response there. Um, find us on Facebook. You can find us on TikTok. We we basically have a presence on most of the social media platforms and an active presence as well. Yeah, excellent.
0: So, and any final
1: words before we wrap up? Um, I just want to thank everybody for supporting the brand. You know, it's it is um overwhelming journey but it's also very rewarding seeing persons sometimes you know you have a dumb day and a doubtful day Mm -hmm. and then you get a word of encouragement from somebody that's supporting the brand or somebody will send a DM like hey I came across your brand today it's really amazing so by so give your feedback you just genuinely look forward to just making others happy and their beauty process a little bit easier by bringing stuff that they would enjoy. So that's what we basically look forward to doing. And I'm grateful for all of our supporters, those to Favo, those in Trinidad, throughout the Caribbean. We have supporters in Canada, in New York. We appreciate all of the support, all of the liking, the sharing, the the purchasing, you know, just the referrals to other persons as well. so i'm just grateful overall for just that tremendous support from everyone
0: yeah well thank you danelle smith as i said excellent very inspiring story and not just a story your life and what you're doing um you know i wish you all the best continued success and growing with your business and in your life as well thriving
1: Thank you so much. It was really nice chatting with you.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much again. This has been Sunbeam Chats with Arlene Hallman. Be sure to download the podcast for more great inspiring stories. And don't forget, follow Sunbeam Chats on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening until next time. And remember, keep shining and thriving.